penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. And we got a bunch of exciting soccer news to talk about today. Oh my, my, my. This upcoming October 18th camp is just full of juicy gossip. <laughs> There, there's a lot to be expected. I mean, we've got a bunch of new players coming in, as we spoke about last week. Uh, we have a bunch of new players coming in. We have some that aren't coming, but most of those that we talked about, we got to see their names on the roster, which is exciting. Yes. When I saw this news break, I just, I have so many thoughts and opinions about this. I, I We won't, but I feel I could talk about this for about three hours. <laughs> is it because it's truly an exciting drop for the camp or are we starved of information I can't quite tell it, but I know I'm very it's excited. a combination it's certainly a combination <sighs> okay yeah it's not it's not all you I think everyone is incredibly pumped about this and it's coming up in just gosh a week like less than 13 so. 14 15 16 17 18 five 18. days Five days. I think it's bonkers for those players that are, you know, still have a match to play and also like pack for, you know, this camp the following day. It's 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 really exciting. I 100 percent agree with you. And I'm so glad you glossed over the fact that I couldn't subtract 13 from 18 without counting on my fingers. Oh, do not. I will never judge anyone for simple addition and subtraction. Thank you. It is. Far more difficult than anything. Give me anything. Else. Give calculus. Great. Find what? X. Do not make. Actually, you know what the worst is? Subtracting times and dates, which I have to do at work all the time to figure out hours of rupture or hours of age. And subtracting today at eleven twenty-seven a.m. from yesterday at you know four thirty-one p.m. and finding the actual hour to day like I I struggle how do you do that to me that is literally and I'm not using the term literally lightly literally impossible (laughs) could not I mean that as I say it that one's not too bad because you're close to the 30 minute mark on both of those times but if you're not and especially when you go over a 24 hour period military time helps because you just if it's in the same day you subtract you know whatever from 24 whatever you're doing but goodness when it goes over a day I struggle so I will never judge anyone for addition and subtraction issues stay in school kids really it's (laughs) sometimes you do need math oh gosh you but the thing is you got to pay attention to the basic math again like I don't use calculus in my day-to-day I never even took calculus I just I love calculus I pieced out of that in high school that one was fun because it's in a way it's creative I actually really like Mm. Mm. 
It's delicious. All right. Well, I don't need calculus <laughs> to know that there are 27 <laughs> players being called up for this camp. Yeah, we were talking, you know, roughly close to 30 and and that's about what they did. So we were so correct. Also, we (laughs) really nailed this. I have to say, I think almost everyone we said got a call. We get a lot of things wrong. So we're going to take this Mm -hmm. as a victory. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about who's not coming. So obviously the European players, Heath, Press, Morgan, U.S., Lavelle. And then I didn't realize Sonnet was at Göteborg, but she is. Göteborg. Göteborg. So they're not coming. And then the injured players are Lloyd, Pugh, Franch, which I'm so sad about. Rapino said she wasn't coming due to possible injury. I kind of wonder if Pino is done. Oh, you think? Done, done? <sighs> she did that interview with Julie Foudy earlier on in the pandemic, and Julie was asking her what her plans were, and she was like, I'm not really missing soccer right now. I mean, good for her if, like, she I, – I would find that very surprising, especially coming off that World Cup. But, like, if it's – if she wants to move on in her life, then go for it, girl. I think we need the leadership. I do hope she comes back. We'll mm. see. We'll see. I wouldn't blame her, but I'd be sad. Ertz has a family thing. I always – that's – I wish they wouldn't say that because I just want to be like, well, tell us what it is. <laughs> I want to know what Julie Ertz's family thing is. Yeah. All right. That's fair. If you had to guess, what would you say it was? Oh, I have no idea. Mm, I think she has to go to a charity gala with Zach. You think? Oh, I feel like it could be bigger (laughs) than that. Her grandma's 90th birthday. Okay. Or, oh, see, these are all like happy things. I was thinking like. I feel like if you're not going to camp, granted, it's not like the camp before the Olympics or something, but sometimes I feel like if you're not going to camp, it's like only something terrible could keep you from that. But I suppose that's not true. You're right. I think it's a weird time. And a lot of these bigger players are like, just like my spot is secure. I'm going (laughs) to. No, thanks. Yeah. I think it's such a weird year. So, and Andy Sullivan, I assume, would have been on this list, but she's out with an injury. So I have two lingering questions. Uh, I didn't see anyone discuss them anywhere. Jess McDonald. Yes. Big one. Don't know the answer. Are we meant to understand she's not going to be getting looks anymore? I don't know, because the only other option would be, as you were saying, these some of these older players, their spot's secure. I would not, I would not say that about her in any way, shape, or form, so... I don't know the answer to that, and it's that would be a bummer. I think but the again, fact that she got left off means it's bad news. Okay. I think that's probably true, especially, especially when you look at the forwards that he did call up. Um, you have a lot of young, exciting players coming up, and you do need to think about the future. I mean, that's always you're always thinking about the future, but, you know, she's an older player. She's, you know, I think it – I'm thrilled she was at the World Cup and and got to contribute, but I do think it's you're probably right. Yeah. And then uh, one that I was sort of less surprised by, I almost remember it in afterthought, Allie Long, uh, also not on this not roster. Not good, yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen again, though. But you know who I'm constantly surprised to continue seeing, whose name has now changed, who <laughs> throws me, but Morgan Bryan or Morgan Gautreaux. Yeah, what's the deal? I She's been looking better. She probably still deserves a look. I'm okay with her con- inclusion in this camp. 
Okay. All right. I think her injuries, I, I think it's insane that she went to the World Cup and Casey Short didn't. But I, I thought she had a decent fall series, and uh, I, I, could, I could see her improving. Um, maybe not back to where she was 2015 World Cup, but possibly. Okay. All right. I will take it. You can talk <laughs> me into nearly anything. <laughs> okay. Even math. Well, you like calculus, weirdo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk me into math. I'm okay. already on board with All that right. train. And then we had four college players, which was exciting. Man, Stanford is killing it. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, good Lord. Getting us, I mean, I'm assuming a lot of these players have scholarships to play at Stanford. Getting a scholarship to play at Stanford is nearly getting a, a call up to a U.S. Women's National Team camp. It's the way it looks these days. Yeah, it's good just grief. Because like, Sophia Smith, who also got a call up, she went pro, but yeah. she was at Stanford. Yes. And we have, is it three of them? It's Macario... It's uh, Girma. Girma and then technically Sophia Smith, though she yeah, is okay. now So that's how pro. I was doing three. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really exciting. So good for Stanford. The one I know least about is Jalen Howell from Florida State. I know nothing, so I could not even pretend to comment. <laughs> yeah, go Jalen. I'm excited to figure out who you are. The other three I had heard kind of being in the – me official from UCLA – heard being in the run for, uh, you know, Mac Herman trophies. Macario's already won two, which is incredible. Uh, so I was familiar with them and excited for them to get the call. We should talk about Macario. Yeah, absolutely. I – I keep I kept hearing her name. I kept hearing her name. I had not known too much about her before this. And then I hear that she, you know, got her citizenship. And it, this was such an exciting and momentous thing for her and her family. So tell us the story. I feel like you have the. Uh... Well, I just read all about her on the Equalizer this week. I um, I feel like I hadn't heard of her literally ever before this 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 call up um so I was sort of blindsided by how excited everyone was but when I started to learn about her accomplishments it's insane like <laughs> she is going to be like our Lionel Messi I think except we'll win instead of Argentina Argentina never wins but uh <laughs> yeah she is insane she has scored in a season it, it, oh she missed a year due to injury but she scored more goals for her very, very good high school club team than anyone else ever has. She missed a year by a margin of like 25. Uh, every Whoa. team she's been on has won a championship. Stanford won twice. She's already won uh, two Herman trophies. She scores I believe there's a statistic where in her second season with Stanford where they won the championship she scored first in every game for them like good lord really really insane statistics aside from the fact her amazing immigration story she is Brazilian but she's made it incredibly clear she was born in Brazil but she's made it incredibly clear that she wants to play for the United States uh, yeah. which I can't help but feel like a little like, oh yeah, <laughs> I Go know us, uh, which is not really a good look, I guess, when you're the reigning two-time champion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I know, but uh, if this is the player, I mean, 
and it sounds like she is the player, then of course you want her. Of course we want her. Has she lived in the United States most of that time, like most of her yes, years? She's been okay. here, I think, for uh, like 10 years. Okay. And it was going to, I think one of the reasons we haven't heard that much about her was it was going to be 2022 when she would be eligible to play for the national team. But then FIFA changed a rule. So now she can play as soon as she gets citizenship, which she just happened which to. Which just came through. Yeah. So, wow. And another thing that really surprised me was all of the forwards, not in this call up, but on the on the World Cup winning team, all of the forwards except for Mal Pugh are now over 30. Wow. So when you think about it like that, it's a little scary. I'm like, well, thank goodness for Macario. Right. 21-year-old queen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she might, like, in three years, we might, or four years, it's just, it might be all Macario all the time. Like, she, we already know she's a star, unless something really crazy injury-wise happens. But So we should just go ahead and get her jersey, like, invest now. I believe that would be a fantastic investment. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be upset about that. I am pumped for her. Wow. I, I, that's, it's really incredible. It sounds like, and I don't know how they, this would have all happened in one day, but she got her U.S. camp call up and citizenship the in the same, same day. day. Like, what a day. What a day. Man, I, I can't imagine 20, what that her 2020s been made feel like you would just be like wow <laughs> I can't I can't even imagine oh man I can't imagine I mean I know um I've had a friend um go through the citizenship process um and it is like a long drawn out process it is not easy and Dara I thinking, did it my husband did it oh yeah yeah of course. he became a citizen. very intimate experience with it and it is like a it's a process I feel like the folks that got her application just looked at her record desire to play for the women's national team and just stamped her right through that's what I want in my mind yeah I do wonder if there are like celebrity um exceptions you know that yeah that just get pushed through yeah like college Um, admissions like oh we really want her to play soccer for our team so Let's make her an American faster. Just scoot her on, scoot her on through. Yeah, I, I wonder what that looks like. But um, yeah, incredible. This was the I, first time we've said Macario's name on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. And it's definitely not going to be the last. No, my gosh, no. So what did you think of these goalkeeper call-ups? I mean, I'm not thrilled. I mean, we talked about, so I don't know why we, Aubrey Bledsoe. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So Jane Campbell, we know that she is a fantastic keeper against these um, set pieces and against PKs. You know, she has, you know, we saw that in the Challenge Cup. We saw her domination there. But I don't think she's developed in her field play that well. I Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But Aubrey Bledsoe, Jane Campbell, and then what was the deal with Eckerstrom? I I just she didn't get the call up. I feel that she has she has the most saves in the fall series. I don't know if it's because she's untested or more unknown. She's only twenty seven. I, I don't know. I, Aubrey Bledsoe. Honestly, the Washington Spirit hasn't been doing much for me. Um, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, um, Lori Lindsay 
uh, was talking as if like, oh yes, of course Aubrey Bledsoe, but it, that feels like politics to me because I I haven't seen that from her. I can't say that I have either. Again, I'm not surprised about Jane Campbell. I'm just I don't think she's developing quite the way that I just think she makes poor decisions like on the field. Again, we know that she's great at stopping PKs, but I mean, fine, give her give her some more looks. But Eckerstrom at 27, I mean, keepers can go well deep into their 30s. It's not. I mean, look at Hope Solo. I mean, it's not. It's not something like a field player where you know, as we just said, with our forwards being over 30, it's not the same thing. So I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I really don't get that one. Yeah, I was Sorry. disappointed. Um, thrilled, obviously, for Ashlyn, and of course, Alyssa's there. Um, I mean, although I'll tell you how I feel about Alyssa later. Yeah. Okay. That was <laughs> when we talk about the the match with Sky Blue. I was like, "Woof, Alyssa, what?" Yeah, I was. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. The defenders. I have. Um, I don't have. I don't have any really big issues with the defenders. The the returning choices are uh, Dahl Kemper, Davidson, Dunn. Uh, sorry, that was just because I would like to see her have moved up maybe uh Krieger O'Hara Becky Sarabran Midge Purse essentially like we knew she was gonna get called up although I'm loving her as a more forward thinking player for Sky Blue yeah Casey Short uh she should definitely be there so kind of the only really new defensive blood we're getting is Naomi Jirma and Sarah Gordon Gordon Mm -hmm. and I'm honestly a little bit confused by that because it feels like we need defense we need a lot of defense. Absolutely. I would have, I think, again, I think you could maybe leave Sauerbrunn, Kelly, and Krieger off. Maybe not Krieger, I, but I think, leave them. I think you need to, there's nine kind of returning players. You need some leadership in the camp. Oh, all right. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's like. Yeah, but there I, I is no forward leadership. There at is all. none at all. You are correct. Maybe Lynn. Maybe. But, like, but I that's think strong. you need your Kellys and your your Sauerbruns to make it feel like a real camp. Otherwise, yeah. it's like all right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of kids. <laughs> I think it wouldn't feel as high pressure to the kids, and you want them to be pressured. Yeah, that's true. All right, I could see that. Then I would, but that, but I agree with you. I don't know if he, he was capped at twenty seven. I don't. I mean, maybe I would have taken one or two more on the defensive side. And push that pool up a little bit because we do desperately need defense. And we need defense. We need defense minded, even midfields. I feel like some mm-hmm. of our midfields is very forward minded. And I think that's why we love an Ertz who can play in that midfield position and be defensive minded. I mean, that is such a, ugh, that position is everything. And that's what we need. So um, I don't know if we have a big enough pool here to see. Um, and that kind of brings into the midfield. A lot of these players that I'm seeing are very forward-minded midfielders. And we called Shea Groom and Christy Mewis, obviously, but they are goal scorers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they are. They are dynamite, especially together uh, up top. They really have been connecting really, really well. Uh, so, yeah, I we have Lindsay Horan who can be a little bit – I mean, just – Partly is her experience and her, I mean, she's just, she's got a phenomenal head on her shoulder. So she can kind of be in that more defensive spot. But the rest of them, it's, well, and I don't know, like I said, we don't know Howell. Um, Macario, again, seems like a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. We don't have that defensive position here in the midfield either. But I don't know. We'll and see. 
the, you know, and I just want to say good for Shea Groom and Christy Mewis. They they deserved it. I think Shea's yeah. inconsistent, but deserve the call up. Ashley Sanchez, get out of town. If Ashley Sanchez <laughs> is getting a call up, then uh, you know, um, I sorry. Good grief. If Ashley Sanchez is getting a call up, then Paige Monahan should be getting a call up too, you know? Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. feels like a little bit of team bias to me. Or, I mean, I, I guess if she's a promising, very young player, sure, maybe she'll do better in a national camp setting. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Some of these seemed a little unfair to me. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, moving up to the forwards, um, Bethany Balser, we talked about her. Super excited about yeah. that call up. Um, well deserved. Well deserved. Um, actually, Hatch, Hatch the- get out of town. <laughs> I was just about to say, you're going to have a feeling about that one too. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, sh- she's fine. Maybe, maybe, you know, seeing them coached by a different coach is, is very valuable. Hatch was way more promising to me when she had Rose Lavelle right behind her when you Mm. took away Rose Lavelle I was like okay she's just regular so I I mean I guess we'll see yeah and I mean the rest of um the rest of the three there you have Sophia Smith yes Kaylee Uh, Watt yes and Lynn Williams yes very clear um my only and then again the thing is is we have half of our forwards um our returning forwards are playing overseas so I don't know I mean I don't think a lot of these players are actually going to see time next year with the women's team but um, it's exciting to get a second look at them um, or a first look for many of these players so we'll see we'll yeah see. I mean Hatch has got Hatch has been called up when was she called up because she has two um, taps for her right yeah I don't remember when she had been called up previously but maybe again maybe like you had said she operated a little better um, under the national team um, picture but but we'll get a a lot of good looks on these girls um, The in a week, less than a week. Yes, Sunday. Sunday. It's this calendar week as far as I'm concerned. Isn't Sunday the start of a new week? Yeah, I think so, but I don't think of it like that. <laughs> okay. To me, I think, Sunday is yeah. the end of the week. And I, I always get I... a little sad. <laughs> Have you ever seen a calendar, though, where it has Saturday, Sunday at the end and starting on Monday? It, it very much confuses me. Yeah. I had someone who made calendars like that, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, folks. One more note on the roster. I was delighted not to see uh, Jaylene Daniels, because I think that was oh. a question. Not to keep picking at that at that scab, but uh, I, was, uh, I was happy. Yeah, I had thought about that a while ago. Um, I think it seems to me that her national team time has expired. Just I apologize. Mean- Ugh. Nope. She, she won't because she feels that she has done nothing wrong. So okay. All right. not going to apologize there. Um, but yeah, but the rest of the camp, super exciting. Um, we'll see these players in action and, and see what they got. I wish they would do a game for us, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, well, we'll a see. A little scrimmage? Yeah. Anybody in the Denver area that can go <gasps> down and film... <laughs> Yeah, stand on a top of a practice. parking garage like the sky blue cloud nine. Oh, I saw in. that. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> Get secret footage for us, please. Please. <sighs> All right. And now we got some NWSL to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot. We had, So we had three matches. Um, the Pride played the Dash on Friday. Uh, I mean, 
as expect honestly the scoreline looks better than the match does to be than the match did as far as i'm concerned it 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 sounds close but it didn't feel close no it didn't two uh, to one. it really two did to it. One. two to one the dash uh, went up two zero. Um, and then my, the best thing about this was Sid LaRue, um, put in a, put in a goal. Um, yes, and it was just Sid. like a hustle, you know, kind of garbage cleaner up at the the top of the box. It was just, it was beautiful. It was really fun. Um, really exciting to see her come out. And actually, honestly, that, that goal. So the first half just was ugly. It was just ugly. It was just the dash having target practice, um, on actually a relatively, um, unexperienced well at least in the nwsl in terms of match play goalkeeper um britney wilson and i thought she did a great job she came out off her line she was aggressive when she needed to be she didn't make like dumb dumb errors they were good shots like i i was actually pretty impressed with her um i thought she did well for her um for being put in this tough situation and coming off here so i thought she did well um but it was just target practice. Well, the two goals scored were fantastic. Um, they were both gorgeous. involving Mewis. First goal was Mewis to Groom. Second goal was Mewis to Latsko with an amazing shot from almost at the end line. Just yeah. bent it right in. Drill. So the fact you know that she missed those those were excellent. Shots. Oh no, I'm yeah, I'm not nothing on on her for those two. Um, and that one that groom the Mewis to groom was a laser beam from groom. It yeah. was unreal. Yeah. Um, it was really a fantastic, um, fantastic goal. So no, nothing on her there. It's just the issue is the the pride defense. It has that's been the story. It is a huge breakdown in communication ninety percent of the time. Like and we kept getting caught where Allie would step, meaning like pull the line up to try to catch the dash off sides, which because they were pushing, they were pushing, pushing, pushing. She would step, and nobody else would step. So what was happening is the dash was never caught off sides because everybody else was just hanging back. I don't know if it was a error in communication again with, I, I mean. I just don't know where the breakdown was. Were the other players supposed to be... I'm assuming they were supposed to be stepping and they weren't stepping up. I And then Allie's pushed forward. She can't get back. And the rest of the defense is just falling apart. It just is just not pretty. That I, feels I like a happening. coaching problem to me. Not mess, not like a leadership problem. Like I don't think it's at Allie's fault. No, I don't think... I mean, normally the, the, the plan is to step, to yeah. catch them off sides. But I don't even know if it's like this is a plan this is how we execute it now do it it's just like they weren't executing the plan and I don't know why and so yes absolutely could have been some coaching um Allie was doing what it sounds like she should have been doing I don't I don't know do you know why Ashlyn didn't dress I don't and I was trying to do a little research and I actually couldn't find it Um, I also couldn't find it so I don't I don't know I'm gonna imagine she was going to her grandma's 90th birthday Oh, I think her grandma <laughs> got it. Call back up. I actually think her grandma might be over 90. I feel like I've seen 90th. Yeah, she's actually posted she, about her. She's grandma. incredibly close with her grandma. Yeah. So if that's it, understood. 
that that grandma, uh, they're very, very close. So. That callback um, turned out to be very applicable there. So very applicable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why she didn't dress. Like I said, I couldn't find anything. Thank goodness. I couldn't see an injury report. Um, and obviously she has been called to camp. So certainly nothing major, yeah. even if there was a small injury. So I don't know. Maybe it was like a mental health thing too. Everything's so weird now. I would not begrudge her a break. Yeah, it could have been. Um, for sure. So, um, yeah. Then on Saturday, we had Sky Blue v. There you go. Chicago. Wow, 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 wow. I was doing a little tailgate ahead of time oh, on Zoom I love that. with the team. And, you know, it's kind of like uh, the end of the season. I think maybe some of the staff members were tired. They were really, really positive, but there was also some talk of like, you know, one of our coaches has to be on the roster today because we've had so many injuries and Cujo's out with the yellow cards. Chicago's lineup is really good. Like they, they weren't being unprofessional. Oh, they were, they were setting were, it up. They oh. were being, I think it was just like, Realist. we're exhausted and being realistic. <laughs> so I would, I started watching this game being like, yeah, this is going to make me sad. And it made me very, very happy. To remind everyone, the scoreline from the first time these two teams saw each other um, during this series was four to one. Chicago. The Red Stars, yeah, the Red Stars beat Sky Blue four to one. Um, if you didn't know, the sky, the uh, the scoreline for this match was Sky Blue three to one and over the Red Stars. And this is with Casey Short. This is with Tierna Davidson. Like, yes, excellent players. Yeah, excellent defensive players. Yeah, it the- was. The game Something. got off to a weird start, though, when there was that Such a weird really start. bizarre, like, red card given to Tierna Davidson in, like, 10 minutes. I was like, first of all, first of all, first of all, I don't think that was a red card. She wasn't the last defender. But No, there all, was like, literally two more coming in behind her. All we want to do is watch Tierna Davidson play. Don't take her. Like, this is basically right. an exhibition game. Don't take her out. Right. I literally, and I was taking notes on this match. The first thing I said was, it's so good to see Tierna Davidson yes. playing again. I literally wrote yes. that down. And then I wrote, oh, <laughs> <laughs> straight to red. Okay. Question mark. Um, and then thankfully, um, after conferring with the linesman, they said, no, it was because they called it a red because it was a clear, I'm going to get the verbiage wrong, but you know, it was a clear scoring opportunity. But it wasn't. There were really two defenders coming in behind Davidson. Um, so it. So anyway, so they, they called it. They said, okay, it's just a yellow after conferring with the linesman. But I was devastated. I was like, I mean, and again, I'm pulling more for Sky Blue here, but it was so good to see Tierna Davidson yeah. out and healthy. <laughs> no one wanted that to happen. <laughs> no. Sky Blue's like, no, leave her just in. No, I'm kidding. Leave her in. This game, I mean, I'm very happy we won. It brought me a lot of joy, but it, the game doesn't matter. Come on. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and then Sky Blue had a plan and we stuck to it and it worked. It worked. We it, looked, look at that. We didn't look like amazing, but we looked creative offensively. We we got to work on our defense, but uh, we looked creative offensively and we found ways to get in behind them. And we scored three goals. Two of them were identical. Midge Purse yeah. to Paige Monahan. To Monahan. Honestly, Purse is going to run this team. She is incredible. She is looking at her speed <gasps> and her, I mean, she, I'm going to say acuity, but that's not quite the 
right word. She does um, have acuity, though. She, and her accuracy was kind of what I was going I mean, it's just so sharp. It is so freaking sharp. I mean, I've seen players in the national team that have her speed but don't have her accuracy. She's got the total package. Yeah. And it is so exciting. It her is so field exciting. Her sense is to die for. It's amazing. Just think about her and um, Macario. Like, I mean, that's the future of the women's national team, and it Baby. is bright. <laughs> yeah, Midge is, Midge is a very exciting player. We're very lucky to have her. Also, we're very lucky to have Kaylin Sheridan. I did yes. feel like Kaylia Watt wasn't really on fire. I didn't really feel like Savannah McCaskill was on fire. They were they were shooting, but Kaylin Sheridan saved all of them, and none of them were too creative. They just couldn't click, Mm-mm. those Chicago yeah. forwards. They're good, they, but they, they couldn't click. Yeah, they were not having the the game that they had had previously. And I tell you, again, I'm watching, and every time I'm watching Chicago play and I hear Morgan Gattrall, I'm like, wait, who is this again? <laughs> like, I cannot, I cannot. Um, but Morgan, previously Brian, did have a fantastic um, header that she kind of had turned back on. Um, Ugh, it was fine. I, I thought it was like. Sheridan I, almost had it. She did. She did. But I'm, that redirection, again, sometimes I see certain players go up and do things with the ball, and I'm like, that player has played on the national team, clearly. And I think the way yeah. she can redir- be up, know where her body is in space, redirect the ball back behind her with her head, like that, I mean, I'm like, yes, that, that's Morgan Bryan. Gattrall. Gattrall. You're right. You're right. French. Dang it. Um, I also want to call on Amanu. She yes. had a fantastic goal, and it was also Paige Monahan to Anamani. So to me, it's like if Mewis is getting all these assists and getting a call up, like maybe Paige Monahan, Monahan should, should too. be. Yeah, Anamani scored a bunch of goals. Like, yeah, I a think this guy prejudice to me <laughs> against Sky Blue or for the Spirit. I guess I agree that maybe Anamani and Monahan don't quite have the finesse that some other players have, but I don't know that. Ashley Hatch has it either. Well, the other thing is, and you had mentioned this last week, is just I feel like they could maybe take a little bit more time to cook. And I think that's true. I mean, maybe next season they're going to get their call-ups. Because I don't think – I think they've been playing really well together. Uh, I think that's been a really exciting – I mean, talk about – progress I almost said talk about a character arc like let's look at where Anamanu and Monahan were at the start of the challenge cup and I mean just the team in general sky blue in general and see where they are now it's just been a year of tremendous growth for I mean probably for all teams but I feel like even more for sky blue yeah I'm super excited for next year there's yeah. one more thing about this game we need to talk about which is that mm-hmm. um uh Alyssa Nair had oh, right. three shots on her. There were three, and all of them went in. She did not record a single save in this game. I Guys, mean, she's not that good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is going on with her. Like, though, and the, the thing is, I say that because, you know, everyone knows I've been a, a bit of a harsh critic for for her but like this is this was extra like Alyssa like this is worse than normal and I don't I don't know if again maybe she's fatigued maybe she's tired maybe there's I I don't know but like this is this was a really truly poor match um and I feel like she in some ways you know let let her team down a bit these were these were not impossible goals to save I don't think I mean I'm not a goalkeeper I really liked the goals but they weren't 
impossible. The first one, especially, she should have had. It, it wasn't like Groom's laser, you know, from the Orlando Dash match. Like, it, no. these were like, yeah, the first one, especially. And it just kind of goes right by her. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal was, but um, she has not had a strong showing. Mm-mm. I'm uh, curious to see what's going to happen when she gets to camp. Me too. Um, what will Vlatko see? I have no. I mean, if he's watching this, he's not be happy. Mm-mm. Also, bring Ackerstrom. <clears throat> that drives Speaking me crazy. Speaking of, she currently has the most saves for the fall series at 19. And uh, that brings us to Thorns versus Rain. Thorns won two to one on two penalties, both scored by Christine Sinclair and both caused by Amber Brooks. Yeah, really weird. It was a weird game. Yeah, it was fine. I, I mean, I think the Thorns were the better team and deserved to win, even though they didn't score a goal. Um, Balser and Long were basically the entire Rain team, as far as I was concerned. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, both teams just seemed pretty content to. You know who I haven't seen a lot from lately? The game. Yeah. Huerta. Sofia Huerta. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if it's just the team. I don't know. But like, I feel like she was really promising and I haven't seen much from her um, this season. But granted, I haven't been following the rain that much. So that could be um, misspoken. But yeah, but she does feel Anyways. like she's faded into the background a little bit, and she could have been somebody who who got um, a call-up, uh, but she she is not. She yep. has seven caps with the national team, so. I know. I mean, she's like, she was somebody who we thought was really kind of one of those up-and-comers, and maybe she still will be, but um, hadn't I haven't seen it in the, the Challenge Cup, and I haven't seen it in the... Um, the uh, fall series uh but yeah I thought it was I don't know I enjoyed seeing Sinclair at the uh, the PK spot um yeah. I love that she goes to the left both times the first time completely faked the keeper second time she went in the right direction but she just put it right in the corner I mean that's somebody who I mean she's taken these for her national team you know year after year after year in high pressure situations and it just shows she's cool as a cucumber and puts it in the back of the net so that's always uh, refreshing exactly like it you can see that it just that shine through she's Um, she's getting up there but she's got a little more left to give I apologize for my comments earlier in the season in this season um now the thorns have actually been kind of have been fun to fun to watch this season. I, wa- I love watching Kling still to this day. Yeah, she's um, a great leader. Haran bossed that midfield. Rocky Rodriguez was a great addition. Um, Salem, I feel like I don't say her name a lot, but she was looking good as well. They deserve, they, they, they've won the shield. They deserve it. They had a great fall series. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, congratulations to the Thorns. Uh, the only thing I will say is, again, um, calling... They are the top of the heap. Um, I always, I feel a little weird about that, though, because n- nobody's played everybody, you know? So it's just, yeah. it feels a little weird having them be at the top of the, you know, the full set of standings without having played, you know, with only playing two other teams. Because um, you can really, like, if your two other teams are pretty weak, then Which you can I'd easily... Which I'd say they are. Right, exactly. Um so I don't know. That feels a little weird to me, but I mean, they had no other way to do it. And this was the safest, most healthy way to get it done. Um, so, you know, not, not saying anything to the, to the NWSL in the setting of this, you know, situation. Yeah. Um, Although but, I think, you know, I guess what if Portland had been playing 
North Carolina and Houston, it might be a different story, but I think it would definitely be a different story. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, they did I would look kind decisively of, good, and I thought they were the most consistent team. But you're right; they are playing slightly easier teams. They're playing slightly easier teams. I would like, I would love to see, and you probably again, we've got camp coming up, and that p- people are tired. But to draw this out further, I would love to see the top from each of those Ugh. tiers play each other like in a quick round robin you know have everybody come to one location um have the games go pretty quick maybe over a week and um then crown a true winner I do understand that like the pressures of the of the situation and the bubble might be too much but in my fantasy world that would be a delight in my fantasy world I would have loved to have seen a top yeah yeah, the top teams play each other Um, I thought that would have been great second and third place have not been solidified and there's still $15,000 and $10,000 up for grabs and that will be decided next Saturday we have Orlando playing North Carolina I'm really going to be rooting for Orlando in that match because if they win then Sky Blue will remain in fourth place which would be fantastic and Mm -hmm. then uh, later that night Rain and Utah will be battling it out for the bottom of the table basically yeah that um yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'm excited about the Pride Courage. This was the match that um, went OO, and it was kind of a surprising, surprising uh, draw for everyone. Um, I don't think the Pride is playing well, but <laughs> I, you know what? Prove me wrong, girls. Please prove me wrong. I'd be excited to see that happen. And they yeah. went to a scoreless tie in their first matchup. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. They. I don't know. North Carolina's kind of off their mojo right now, so we'll see. They are. They we'll are off their see. mojo. I mean, they're sitting at six on the table right now, so let's let's knock them down a peg. And then we'll have camp news. So exciting. Yep. <laughs> if you guys can't tell, Madeline is pumped. I am excited for that Instagram content. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and man. I think that's all the American women's soccer news. Our, our gals have been doing a lot of exciting stuff in Europe, but goodness knows we both have jobs, so would that's love a, to keep a, track. But Yeah, it's a lot to keep track of. If anybody wants to write in and give us a quick blurb of what's <laughs> happened in the last two weeks um, or so, Equalizer's we would uh, always a great, a great place love, to look as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can get a lot from Twitter alone, but yes. uh, careful there. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think that's all the news. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. If you want to reach out and tell us what you think about this lineup roster for the camp, you can shoot us an email at settlethescorepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at scorepod or Instagram us at scorepod. And also, if you had a minute, it would be so amazing if you could rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and help other fans like you of women's soccer, find the podcast. That would be fantastic. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.